0: how can I grow my list? And everybody's looking for like some new like hook or lead magnet or something, or like ways to get free leads. So I'm like, hey, you actually have a lot of people on your list that haven't heard from you in a while. Maybe you've cut them from your list and you've either tried maybe like once, or maybe you've never tried to re them. This is The Fighting Entrepreneur, the podcast dedicated to entrepreneurs looking to change the world, learn how to start, build and scale a business in today's highly competitive business environment. Here's your host, the fighting entrepreneur, Onyx Singhal.
1: What's up, you crazy fighting entrepreneurs? Guess who it is? Onyx Singhal, your favorite person in the whole wide world. I know I am. And I'm back with another boom fight in the ring today with the email paramedic. It's good that it's a good thing we have a paramedic in the ring today because, you know, Haha, bad joke, Uh, but Troy Erickson, everybody. I'm excited to have him here. We're gonna be talking about how to quickly, he had a client recently who he quickly added 9,000 subscribers to their list, like this, for free. And the thing is, he's known as an email paramedic because he helps revive email lists that are dying. Now, here's the truth. At Learn, I've got probably over a million plus people that are not getting mailed anymore because, well, we put them in the hospital some time ago. So it's a good thing that we've got a paramedic here. I'm gonna be asking him how to revive those. You get to listen in, take notes. And uh, just so you guys know, this knowledge is so valuable that I fully intend to pay him money after this podcast. So this is, you need to listen. This is this is some serious stuff. Um, now, before I get further into this, you know I've gotta do my promos, right? So learn.com, L-U-R-N.com. You're either a part of the revolution or you're standing by on the sidelines watching it move right by you. Entrepreneurs will save the world. Are you one of them or are you not? It's free to join, L-U-R-N.com. And of course, if you're watching this on YouTube, come on, smash that subscribe button, hit the thumbs up button. Click, I don't know, just click around, do stuff, leave a comment, it sends YouTube positive news and they spread the word more for us. Um, And of course, onicpodcast.com to listen and binge listen to all of our prior episodes. We are on every podcast platform. Please make sure to subscribe and leave us a great review. It helps us a ton, thank you very much. All right, so Troy Erickson, who is our guest today, was introduced to me by a very dear friend of mine and someone who I've worked with for many, many years. He used to actually be here at Learn. He's helped me put this place together. His name is Dan Lehman. He's one of the smartest marketers I know. So I'll tell you one thing. There's very few people in the world that message me and get my attention immediately. Dan's one of them. So when Dan tells me, Hey, I have someone for you. I really think you should pay attention to them. I pay attention by default without anything. Right? So he introduces me via message to Troy and says, Anik Troy can do a few really big things for you. A, he can help you avoid the promo tab. B, if you've got a lot of leads that need to be revived, he can do that. And that's one thing at learn. We got a lot of them, a lot. I mean, easily one, one and a half million email leads that can be revived. And, um, so I said, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm going to talk to Troy. So it's taken us a little bit of time. That's my fault. All right. I've been running around distracted. Um, I'm really glad we could have this conversation today with Troy. I promised I I'd make it worth his while. So that's why I'm asking, make sure you leave a comment below and spread the word about this podcast interview. Um, he, he just told me another really interesting stat, which is super impressive. Uh, in 2019, he had generated $32,000. That's awesome. That's less than two years ago, 2021. He's going to do over 2 million. I don't even want to figure out what that growth rate is, but it sounds like something you should be paying attention to, right? So he is here today with us. He runs an agency. Um, we're going to give you access to him at the end if you want his help to revive your list, if you want him to manage your email list. He also teaches people how to build an entire business by managing email lists. So you have a lot to take away from this interview. So Troy, man, thank you so much for being here.
0: Anik, thank you for having me on. It's, um, I've been looking forward to this for a really long time. And lately I've been listening to the episodes with Rich Sheffrin, and Mike Bontempo, a couple of friends of mine. I was listening to the one today uh, with Wilco and they're all amazing. And I'm very familiar with your story and it's awesome to be here.
1: Yeah, man. No, it's it's our honor and our pleasure. Thank you for being here. So we're going to dive right in. You you got my attention. If you were able to revive 9,000 subscribers on somebody else's list, I can only imagine what you can do on mine. We actually, I'm taking a guess, but it's probably between one to 1.5 million people that have maybe subscribed to us a couple years ago, a few years ago, and then they weren't opening. So we've squeezed them out. And a lot of them, I would say, probably would reopen. I mean, it's just people that have been following us for a long time. And I guess in our business, right, as entrepreneurs, we're always chasing the new and we forget the value of what we already have sitting here at at our disposal. So if I, I'm going to put a gun to your head right now, Troy, and I'm going to say, I have one million subscribers that are years, you know, you know, that have been around for a few years. That are dead. I don't email them anymore. If you had to take a guess, just wild ball guess, how many of those do you feel are revivable?
0: Man, that's a. It's different for everybody. I've had revival emails that have completely bombed and got like a 03 percent open rate, and I've had ones that got in the thirties. Um, obviously, a little bit smaller list, maybe not yeah. years. Um, we can revive about 10 to 12% for people that have like a couple hundred thousand or less, but if they're years old and there's millions of them, I mean, to be conservative, you could probably get like 20 to 40,000 of them back. I'm not
1: So 20 to 40,000 for us, everyone, just so you understand, it's probably worth about a million dollars a year, if not more. Um, and so that's that's no laughing matter. That's a huge, huge amount. If nothing else, I mean, it's just also reach, right? So we've started doing our email marketing so differently now. We have a newsletter that everyone loves, but there's so many people that never experienced that because we started the newsletter maybe four or five months ago. So I guess, really, I'll, I'll turn it to you, Troy. Talk to us about what you do, um, and the steps that you take to get there and I'll, maybe I'll ask questions as we go, but here, let me turn it over to you. I'm really intrigued in, in how you go about doing all of this.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So for starters, um, everything we do is something that I've tested in my agency called, Email Permedic, and here in the office right now, we have a full team. So everything is tested. Um, the strategy that you're most interested in and that everybody frankly is kind of interested in if you have an email list, because like the number one question I get asked is how can I grow my list? And everybody's looking for like some new like hook or lead magnet or something or like ways to get free leads. So I'm like, hey, you actually have a lot of people on your list that haven't heard from you in a while. Maybe you've cut them from your list and you've either tried maybe like once or maybe you've never tried to re-engage them. So there's actually two sides to re-engaging them that are like super, super, super important. Um, There's like a qualitative side and there's a quantitative side. So for the qualitative side, you have to put together an email that's like very different than everything else you've sent before. So typically what I do in this situation, um, I'll use myself as an example. I'm gonna send this email out to people who haven't opened in let's say like three months or more. Now, granted, I'm gonna preface this by saying, don't just start emailing all your inactives like every single day or like super often, that's a bad idea. I'm just talking about doing it once. And if you have a massive list like Onic, don't send to a million people at once. <laughs> Um, I just wanted to make sure I said that, but you've got your audience ready. um, It's time to start crafting an email. And in this email, A, I'm gonna use a different from name. So let's say something like my initials. So instead of Troy Erickson, it's just gonna be TE. And then the subject line is gonna be something very simple like remember me with a question mark at the end. Um, So obviously this is a different from name. It's not something they directly recognize, but after they open the email, it'll make sense. And the remember me just seems like very personal, kind of like a Dean Jackson feel with his nine word email. So you're gonna put that um, as the from and subject. And then the email itself, after they open it, we want it to make sense. So for myself, what I would do is I would say, hey, first name, Troy Erickson here. Remember me, I'm the guy that teaches people how to improve their email deliverability. Maybe you've seen my product called the anti-promo tab code. The reason I'm reaching out today is because we haven't been in touch in a while. And to make up for lost time, I wanted to give you this free thing. And then you you know put a link to the free thing. Oh, and by the way, make sure to look out for my upcoming emails this week. I've got something special for you. Talk tomorrow, Troy. So very simple. Um, and we give them something to click, something to consume. And we reminded them who exactly we are. So it's very different. A lot of people, they don't try to revive their inactives or if they do, it's too similar to what they've sent in the past. Um yeah. it's a very fair email. If somebody opens that, there's a good chance they're gonna be like, Oh, okay, I remember this guy. Now, the second side of that is deliverability, right? Because like a big reason why people don't open isn't just that it looks the same, it's because they're not even seeing it. Um, so obviously spam is a massive issue, but the promo tab is a really big issue too. So I also specialize in getting people out of that, and we can definitely go deeper into it, but the general gist of it is If you wanna like, basically, first of all, you have to see where you're landing. So the first step is like, go open a brand new Gmail account. Uh, Don't use one that you already use because it's gonna be biased um, based on your previous opening history, but just open a new Gmail account. Don't open any emails on it. um, And then uncheck conversation view. So if you're like testing the same email multiple times, the subject lines don't stack on top of each other. And you simply just send an email to that account and see where it lands. Um, If it lands in the promo tab or spam folder, you've got some work to do. If it lands in the primary inbox, you're doing just fine. And you can go ahead and send that email. Um, If you do land in promo or spam, there's a couple of ways to get it into primary. There is a hard way and there's an easy way. So the hard way is essentially, you're just kind of guessing and checking the email. So the things that you can change in order are obviously the domain name. Like we don't wanna do that, but if we have to, we will. Um, it's also going to be the from name, the subject line, the link text, the body copy, all things that you can kind of tweak and try to remove promotional looking words and you just retest it until it hits primary. So after each test, you're isolating one thing and eventually it'll hit primary. And then you know like, okay, well I removed this piece, it hit primary, so obviously the problem was with that piece. And you kind of like build the email back together. The easy way, I i mean, you can go to emailparamedic.com and see it, but that's the service that we provide for our clients. We essentially provide a template that hits the primary tab about 80 to 100% of the time, depending upon the client, um, but it gets amazing results for people. And that's what we're really excited about here.
1: Wow. That was probably the most concise explanation of what to do and how to do it and where to do it that I've ever had on this podcast. I'm at 240 episodes in, dude. That was awesome. Um, thank you. I love the different from name. I love the subject line. Hey, remember me? I would open that. Um, so I, I'm going to go back. I have a question. So let's say I took 50,000 of my 1 million, right? And I do this. I I'll, Let's say I try to take 50,000 of like the most recent ones, but just the ones I haven't opened in the last few months and I do them in batches so that I'm not um, sending too many at one time. And I use this and let's say of the 50,000, I don't know, 10% open. So now i got 5,000 or 5% open, right? I got 5,000 now or whatever, 2,500 that have opened. What do I do with them? Is there a, is there a second, third, fourth kind of templated email or do you just automatically dump them into the openers list?
0: Um, It depends what you've got going on. So if you're in a rush, like a lot of entrepreneurs, I mean, I suppose you could add them back um, to the openers list. But if you want to be super specific, then, yeah, you could definitely craft an email um, that goes out to them. That's like, hey, yesterday I told you this or, you know, kind of guides them down a path that's going to give them your best content. And the way that you find your best content is you simply look back at your previous emails and see what did the best. Um, another really cool thing you like to do that also helps with deliverability because it generates a lot of clicks and you can tag people is I'll send an email out. Um, that's just like, Hey, first name. Um, I wanted to follow up from yesterday since you're, you know, uh, back on the list. Um, what are you most interested in? Click one of the following. And then you just put like three to five links of like what you do. Um, so the first one could be like, I'm interested in improving my open rates the second one can be i'm interested in growing my email list the third one can be i'm interested in learning how to write copy um those are just examples using you know myself again but and then at the bottom you say click your answer now like reiterate it to them and it's very simple gets a lot of clicks pretty high open rate at small scale it, like about half the people who, who open that email click a link i don't know what it would be at massive scale um another really good angle you could do is like a reply email that just says, like, hey, what's your number one question about blank? And then mm-hmm. that boosts your deliverability because the algorithm loves replies. And you get to learn about people. You get to see, like, okay, like what problems do they have? Because like all business is, is you're selling solutions to problems. Um, and you get to see inside people's heads like what their objections are, what they like, what they don't like. And a lot of people will write a book to you that you can like use for your copywriters to look at. Um yeah. And then after that, you pretty much just look at your previous best performing emails and continue to send those.
1: Love it. Um, Wow. Amazing stuff. So, hey, on the promo tab, let's talk about that. So... How do you avoid the promo tab? Because I send out a lot of emails, but I can't always use your template. It would get repetitive. So do you, do you advise your clients to kind of use your template every once in a while to get that punch? Or is there, are there things that can be done so that every day the emails are not hitting the promo tab and hitting primary?
0: Sure. So by template, I mean the actual like template that you have that, like, you know how you can save templates and ESPs? You just paste your. Oh, uh-huh, okay.
1: Do, and have you built one ever for Sendlane? Because we use Sendlane for all of our.
0: our um, so it works on any ESP. So it's something okay. that I, yeah, like I've talked to Jimmy Kim. He's cool with it. I've talked to uh, Travis Ketchum. He's cool with it. So it's fully compliant with Gmail and with ESPs. We just make a custom template and it works on every ESP or if they don't have templates, we can still make it work. It's just a little more complicated. Um, but ah. yeah, you can write whatever you want in the email, you can have a ton of images. Like I said, it works about 80 to a hundred percent of the time, depending on the client.
1: That's amazing. That, that is incredible. I, I understand now what you mean by templates. It's the actual thing in which the email goes. So we can still type whatever we want in the email. You're just saying, Hey, use this template as the, the background of it or as like where where it sits um and it works with most autoresponders like you said for send lane you've already spoken to the man himself jimmy so we that's that's great um amazing stuff so talk to me a little bit about who you like so for me it's simple right um i'm listening to you talk i'm already thinking about a team member on my team that i think could start working with you and i'd love for us to go through our system pull all these leads out and start you know testing and playing with stuff um, how let's say most of our listeners are going to either have no email list and they're looking to start an email list or they're going to have a smaller email list. So how, so for someone who's just starting an email list, the benefit that they get from your services are they can get that template ahead of time, be using it ahead of time, get great opens from ahead of time, get good habits going so that every month or two months they're reviving their own openers. Um, So for everyone who's watching, you should be doing this consistently so that you're not sitting in my shoes saying, oh, I have you know, unopeners from two years ago, because that's a long time, you know? It's it's kind of, most of those are gone now. So if you're doing it as you go, it's much better. Um, But do you have services, products, trainings, teachings, coaching for those who are just getting started? Or is your target market for which you teach more of like, hey, come to me when you already have some type of email list to get the best help?
0: Yeah, I actually have two sides to the business. So one of them is here in the office um, with my team and we manage this and we solve deliverability problems. The other side is for freelancers or you know, business owners who might just be starting out. Uh leadparamedic.com is where you can join this group. It has over 500 members. They're all just like in there, like A, watching trainings and B asking questions. And me and my team, we personally review all their emails, all their strategy questions, like, you know. Wow. Everything you could think of. Um, so I do have two sides, and uh, it's really cool because I used to have this like weird like block in my head that's like, oh, I can't be a guru and and sell like biz stuff. But then I started looking at the testimonials. Some of them are wild, and it's just like people going from like making nothing to over ten k a month just by managing email lists. And it's it's better yeah. than being a copywriter. Because copywriters a lot of times are just writing in Google Docs They're sending them to clients and the clients never give them feedback, excuse their famine, they don't know if they're going to get hired next month. But as a list manager, it's really hard to get fired if you're just a decent copywriter <laughs> and you understand like a few strategies because you're just consistently making your clients money every single month and it's, it's recurring, it's on retainer and it's just like a lot more relaxed.
1: I like that. I think that's almost worth another podcast episode one of these days where it's like how does someone become a list manager? If someone becomes a list manager, granted they have to learn how to do the stuff you teach, but how do you typically help them find their first one, two or three clients? Do you have a kind of a secret strategy to getting clients?
0: Yeah, so if you've like never had a client before, it's a little bit different, but I always like to tell people it's about sticking to the basics. So there's a lot of gurus out there that will essentially like you like, oh, go post in a Facebook group and like, you'll find clients. There's still a lot of truth to that though. It's just about what you post. So there's like two types of posts in my opinion that work really well. Uh, the first type of post is one where you're trying to relate to someone and you're telling like your story and like how you've been like coming along in internet marketing and the struggles you're going through right now. And a lot of business owners, they used to be in that position so they can relate to that. Um, and it just builds engagement in the groups. And obviously when people see your posts all the time, they start to like you. For example, like if we look at all the internet marketers today, they're just like regular people. They're not movie stars, not professional athletes, it's just people see their faith a lot. So you can achieve that at small scale just by posting your story in groups. You can also message people who engage with the post, don't like you know someone's sales pitch, just tell them like, hey, thanks for reading. And then that opens up the door for the second type of post, which is basically like, you trying something new, something weird, something different, maybe on a current client, or maybe you wrote like a practice email. Um, And hopefully it's something that you've tested where you can talk about some unique strategy that you just used and kind of just like spill the beans a little bit. And then that'll Mm -hmm. attract not as many people, but more qualified people. And then you could like message them with like a Loom video of something they could do better or like a copy sample, something like that. And the people who really stick to it, they find clients, I don't want to say easily, but it's not as hard as you would think, because most people, they make one post and they give up.
1: I, okay. So, so much genius there, everyone that needs to be unpacked. So I want to unpack this for everyone. The strategy that Troy is talking about to get clients using your personal Facebook feed. First of all, he's absolutely right. Um, I have students at learn that have my attention and they're not part of our biggest mastermind programs. Why? They're the most active in my Facebook groups. They're the most act- They're on every webinar. I see them. They comment. I get to know their names. I just do. They, they might send me like a little, you know little gift or something um and so the name just keeps showing up again and again and guess what recently happened where one of our students had written in they were asking for something and they were about to get turned down and i just happened to see it and i was like no that that's a lifer right there that's a learner man he's been you know with us for seven years just give it to him like no problem and so the name Recognition aspect really makes a big difference. Um, if you want to learn how to use your personal Facebook profile to actually attract clients, I did two interviews with Mike Bontempo, who he, ser- he seriously built his multi million dollar agency with basically no paid traffic using his personal Facebook profile. I am a testament to it because I paid the kid a lot of money because of his personal Facebook profile. He keeps posting stuff that's interesting and I keep giving him money because of it. Um, go listen to that. Go to onicpodcast.com, type in Mike Bontempo or just type in Mike and then go to the very bottom and you'll see I've done multiple episodes with him. It's the first two I think that you wanna watch. Okay, next, Troy said something superbly amazing that I get so many people saying they want clients and they're so freaking lazy because this one strategy, you're just too lazy to do it. You do, I bet you, you do 20 of these? Man, I will, I will cut my pinky off if you don't get a client. Now, assuming you do these well, okay? Troy, you said it, Loom video, giving tips and advice for free. Pick 20 people you want to have as a client and get into their work and send them some damn free advice. Make sure it's good advice, don't give them crap. Make sure you really prove your worth. Here's the thing that happens, right? If you send me review of my work, my ego alone is gonna make me click that damn link. I am just curious what you, who I don't know, has to say about me, who I feel knows everything. And then in that video, if you say stuff, and you're, you know, first of all, take a nice and kind approach, right, because you are speaking to someone's ego, so you take a nice and kind, like, hey, love your work, love what you do, da-da-da-da, had a few ideas for you, I think it'll help you a lot, and here you go, right? Don't tell them they suck and that everything they're doing is stupid and that they're losing a lot of money because it just doesn't work. I have had three different people do this strategy with me. That is so unimpressive given the fact that I've been doing this for 20 years and I have a pretty big name and company out there. Three people have done it for me. Two of the three got a deal with me. Two of the three. It's, it's, it just works. And I'm shocked at how many people just won't do this. Now, the reason is I watched it. Now I can, you know how many people have pitched me? I've probably had 10 to 15 people pitch me for a call or something, which is the worst thing you can do, by the way, um, a day. I don't even, I have given up on LinkedIn. I refuse to go to LinkedIn because it's just a bunch of nonsense. Can we get on a call? Can I, you know, can I do this? Can I get you know, get to know you better? None. Of, send me a video because I've watched that on my own time at one in the morning when I don't have calls, when I'm curious. So I, I'm sorry I didn't mean to hijack the interview, Troy, but that was just such a big tip, and I wanted everyone to know that I've been on the receiving end, and it works, people. It really does. That was that was brilliant. Um, Troy, how can people get a hold of you? Because I want everyone to go through your information. I'm, I'm like I'm being serious, everybody. After this, when we cut this interview, Troy and I are going to have a quick conversation about what his services cost and how I can engage his services. So I want everyone to be really serious about this. How can people find out more about what you do?
0: Sure. So one more thing I want to say quickly is the reason I got on this podcast was because I posted in a Facebook group and you never know who's watching, but Dan saw it. And that's how yeah. we got it originally. So you never know who's watching. As yeah. Far- look at that. As far as how you can contact me, I suppose there's a few different levels. First one, if you just have general questions about email and you're new, go to faqemail.com. I'll literally send you answers to all the most common possible questions.
1: FAQ email.com.
0: Correct. If you're looking for coaching at somewhat of like a beginner or freelancer level, leadparamedic.com. And if you're looking for me to solve all of your deliverability problems for you or potentially manage your email list, and a lot of our clients do six figures a month just from email, you can go to emailparamedic.com.
1: Love it. All right. All right. That's brilliant, man, Troy. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, it's been absolutely awesome. Listen, if you enjoyed this interview, go ahead. You know what to do. Hit subscribe. Hit smash that like button. Leave a comment below for Troy. If you're watching, if you're listening to us on audio, make sure you please subscribe and leave us a great uh, leave us leave us some great feedback. Learn.com. All right. You have three URLs that Troy gave you, faqemail.com, leadparamedic.com, and email paramedic. His name is Troy Erickson. Find him on social media as well and stalk him because he's really, really smart and you should learn what he's doing. Other than that, Troy, thank you very much. And to the rest of you, you know what I always say, when life pushes you, stand straight, smile, and push it the heck back. This is Onyx and Gall signing off. See you in the next one. Thanks for listening to The Fighting Entrepreneur with
0: your host, Onyx and Gall.